return you to your host. Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong. He is magical. And you should check his website out and his Facebook page out because they are spectacular. And he is an amazing Native American storyteller. And that is indeed an art that is going to be lost very shortly if, if more people don't decide to pick up on on carrying forward the traditions that are so amazing and the stories that that explain history and and life in magical ways. Thank you and welcome to Nightlight, everybody. Uh, we have my favorite astrologer on tonight, Michelle in Avanti. She is back with us again to give it another try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always game. I'll tell you, it's an interesting time we're in. This is considered the most powerful moon of the year. It, this is a black moon? It's not a black moon. It's considered the most powerful moon for making your wishes come true. Oh, wow. The full moon in Aquarius. Is this not also a, It is an eclipse a, of some sort? Yeah, it's a lunar eclipse, uh, and uh, so that is also in the mix, and that has other carrying points. When we uh, consider uh, a lunar eclipse, uh, it's a time that we have to kind of step back into who we are, or um, I want to say come into your more intuitive self, a time where... Uh, reflection is much more important, and what you do on the inner has the ability to become more obvious on the outer. 
So at, in that respect, um, that's how personally it, it's working. This particular eclipse uh, also does a, a lot of stress, however, to uh, in the United States to the sun of the United States chart. So this is a particularly um, a time where I want to say we have to get our acts together. Um, it's what, what is called a, a quincunx, um, and is the aspect, and that is a very stressful aspect. It is the statement that between the king and the people, we must re re-examine, reassess what the connection is, and uh, and then come to some understanding before the next full moon. So, it's a important time. This in this particular one, yeah. Well, now, on a personal level, um, would this be a time? Um, and and we we do have a caller, so caller, hold on there. We'll get to you in just a minute. Okay. Um, it, it, on a personal level, is this a time where we we really should tonight sit down and kind of list our wishes, list our dreams, list the things that we're going to be focusing on in the next little while? I would say, you know, you should have done that last night or during the day because the eclipse actually happened this morning. But it's you're still within that 24-hour period. So I would certainly suggest taking your time to set in motion what you want to manifest. And for the people who are on the line who are interested in expanding their own ability to hear and see and know in the more 360-degree mode, which is the mode of the divine, um, this is your time to go for it, ask for it, and step into it. How oh, very cool. I, I, I just I, I know that we've got another one coming up, and we'll get to that after we, we take care of our caller. But And I do want to mention to everyone that um, the phone number is out there, um, and... <laughs> I didn't write it down. So, um, Deb, you want to give you want to give the phone number they can call in and get a free reading from Deb. Sure, it's nine one eight seven zero seven eight seven eight seven. One more time. Nine one eight seven zero seven eight seven eight seven okay and and we actually got a caller in so yeah we we are definitely functional tonight so if you'd like a free reading give us a call okay, okay. hi caller how are you <laughs> i'm doing all right um i have a question for michelle absolutely um i went with a friend of mine yesterday uh, he was looking to get a reading with a new person, and I went along with him, and um, uh, I had a reading with her as well, and she told me some things that were upsetting to me, and I told my friend, I will never, ever go to any psychics anymore um <laughs> that's very he, that's very he, sad to he hear was very 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 negative yeah that's and, what i was guessing <laughs> you yeah. know she t- 
told me my mother never loved me. Oh, my Lord. I, yeah, and a few other things uh, that upset me because I had talked to other psychics in the past who had given me reason to hope about this situation. I mm-hmm. told her I have a court date on September 8th. Oh, it's wow. an arbitration. Uh-huh. Uh, for uh, an accident I had at work uh, two years ago. And what they do is uh, the state of Connecticut says you must have arbitration before you can actually go to your actual court date, which is in March. Right. They do this with cases that aren't multi-million dollar cases. In sure. other words, they want to get rid of the small potatoes through arbitration if they can. Sure. Well, she told me um, it's not going to be good. They're not going to offer you anything, uh, it's, it, and, and you're going to wind up having to go to court and all this other stuff, which was completely opposite to what I'd been hearing from uh, other psychics along the way, because I do talk to psychics every now and then for the past mm-hmm. few years. Mm-hmm. I would like to know what you think. Do you, I, I don't have uh, my, I'm not set up right here for doing a psychic consultation, but I know that uh-huh. Barbara is, but if you have your birth data, I can certainly look at this right to September okay. the 8th and let's see what it looks like. So if it's, you have that, uh, let's do it. Yep. So, uh, okay. August, August 11, uh-huh. 1946. At 12.50 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Okay, hang on. Let me get that in here. <laughs> I'm not moving as fast as I'd like these fingers to work. 12.50, would you say? August 11, 1946. At, at what time? 12.50 p.m. on a Sunday right, afternoon. And where were you born? Norwalk, Connecticut. Norwalk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we've got here. Let me just tap it down and make sure everything looks good. Okay. So let's go take a look at your activity. And let's cross our fingers and hope that we've got a really good outcome. And uh, <laughs> I, I would like, I'd like to see that for you. I also want to say, you know, well, we, talk, I, we have the ability... Woman- we also have the ability to change events, so I don't believe mm-hmm. anything is written in stone. And no, anyone no. who, who who believes that, any psychic that you talk to who says it's written in stone, is no. either seeing a karmic thing or does does not have a completely open heart to begin with. So there's something yes. there. Okay, so no. you have in your legal house, you have a congregation there. <laughs> you have Pluto at the midheaven, so that is can be very powerful. It can also be sometimes challenging. However, it is conjunct your son or applying to your son. It's not really conjunct. It's a distance. Your son is right at the midheaven, which is fantastic because your son sits in the 10th house. And that by itself mm-hmm. usually indicates that you will be successful with judges. So that by oh. itself is a nice thing to see. Now, it doesn't mean yeah. you won't have challenges, okay? Because right. in your ninth house, you have Saturn and you have Pluto and you have Mercury. 
Saturn is in Leo here, so it is not in a sign that it is like, I'm so excited to be here. It's kind of a more challenging sign to Saturn. And and mm-hmm. the ninth house is where we have the legal action. This is the courts. This is where we, we go in. Now, if this mm-hmm. is a court case that involves uh, like an accident, which is what I think I heard you say, right? Um, yeah, I fell at work. Okay, so even more so, it's a workplace uh, issue. Yes. So we're going to have something to do with Mars, and we also have something to do with the 8th house. So in the 8th house, you have Uranus, and Uranus is in a wonderful sextile to your son, Natalie. We're just talking Natal right now. And that Uh means that uh, in in life, you have many times, and this you should be able to see this over the past of your life, there have been many times where suddenly uh, things changed for you. Suddenly, uh, unexpectedly, you had a change that brought you some kind of success. So this is also a very good note to have Mm -hmm. in your natal chart. Yeah, Um, because I've also been laid off and since November and things have been rough for me. Yeah. And then we also, work. wow. And then we also have another fantastic note in your natal chart that that Uranus is in a trine to your Jupiter. Jupiter is the ruler of the ninth house in legal actions and to have uh, be born with Uranus trying Jupiter indicates that there's opportunity for you that happens unexpectedly. Some opportunity opens up to expand things for you, to give you what you need. or It's more than what you need. It's, it gives you a bounty as a result of uh, things that happen. Now, let's take a look at Mars. Uh, when we, let me move this to September 8th. Mars is progressing uh, right now, Mars is sitting. It's fascinating that we're talking, okay? Because Mars is sitting on top of your Mercury today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've taken action to speak. And uh, that's clearly the case, and we all know it. So, uh-huh. But let me move this. I want to move it to you. You said that the court date is September the 8th, right? Yes. So let's see what it looks like on the 8th. And where it's progressed to. So on the 8th, we have Mars at 2 degrees of Virgo. So he's not playing very nice with everybody. So your workplace connections are not, well, we don't expect them to play nice. Um, They're going to certainly uh, try their best to make you feel uncomfortable. That's what their job is. Uh, Yes. So, but, you know, you go in with that. And if you have a good attorney, what's wonderful is on this day, your part of fortune, the part of fortune on this day for you at this time uh, lands right on top of your progressed Pluto in the top of at the midheaven in the top of the ninth house. So they're saying that's a statement that says good fortune has the ability to come in and empower you. And of course, what I would say to any client, you know, if you are going into a courtroom uh, with an attorney, hopefully, uh, that you have a good yeah. attorney. But that yeah, you, I do. you make a statement. I usually call on Michael the Archangel because he is incredibly powerful and strong. Okay. He's and I my, recommend he's him. He's my favorite. <laughs> he's my bully. He, I take Michael, him when I need yeah. somebody to get busted and uh, call on him and say, look, I want you to be there. I want you to be with me. Hold my hand on the inner and use my vehicle. Use this physical body. I give you complete freedom to speak through me. That Mm -hmm. way, when you're asked anything, you will say exactly what you need to say. This is very important, okay? 
Yes. And it you. also yeah. gives you stability and confidence. Yeah. So, I, and then yeah, he's always been my favorite. And then we have Venus right at the midheaven on your sun, activating your Jupiter and activating Uranus. I'd say, you know, that by itself is, seems to be indicating to me that you stand to uh, come out of this with money. Uh, but in addition to that, Jupiter at this point in time is is also on Jupiter. You're having a Jupiter return. Um, uh-huh. Jupiter returns happen once every 12 years, okay, just to let you know what's the frequency because people think, uh-huh. oh, that could happen to anybody anytime. It's not true. Yeah. <laughs> once every 12 years. So, And Jupiter rules your house of money, and yet it sits in the past. So it's saying that uh, something can come in to expand your income as a result of some past action. And it, oh, okay. so I do not see a major negative here. Now, I'm going to keep looking because I know this time is obviously challenging. Mars in its challenge is very weak, even though uh, because it's not activating anything uh, clearly, except it's making friction to your natal Mars and your natal mm-hmm. Venus. So there is a fight going on, but that is very weak compared to having Jupiter on Jupiter, making a sextile to your sun and a trying to Uranus. I would mm-hmm. say it's more likely that things will turn around. And then there is another statement here. Mars is also activating your progressed Jupiter in a very uh-huh. positive way. It's applying. So Wonderful. I do not see a negative here. Um, I'm going to look a little further because, again, you know, you don't want to just throw something out there. No, I, and, what's going on in her seventh house? There's something going on in the seventh house. I have a completely blank seventh house. So that means so that means that she is in in some way has completed working right. on that aspect. It, it means that in this lifetime she had no intention of focusing on relationships. That is not an important thing in this lifetime. Uh, close relationships are not emphasized in this life that doesn't mean she doesn't have them it just means that that is not where i'm going to be putting my energy in this life okay so when i laid the cards out here i found that my judgment card was in the seventh house which also relates to the february time frame so it feels to me as i i feel strongly that you'll be successful as well and that the february time frame holds some sort of special meaning as far as either completion or signing of papers or completing the work or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I feel you're going to be very, very successful here. You're not uh, going to retire and go around the world. No. <laughs> I but, wish but, I could, but I can't. Yeah, no, but but it does feel as though I, you're, you're going to – and you know this whole thing happened so that you could – change your focus, look in new directions and start to to go in some more creative directions for you than you have in the past. This is a wonderful, I, I, I understand there's been pain and there's been stuff that has not been pleasant, but it's also, a, it's also a chance for you to, to kind of refocus yourself and move in different directions and bring more of your creativity into play within your life. And by doing that, you enhance so much whatever else comes your way because of the richness of your creative nature. I'm very lonely, and I would like someone in my life. I, I find myself being very, very, feeling very alone. Uh, 
and I'd like a good person in my life. I've been hurt a lot with bad things. Well, you know, um, this is certainly the day for you to... It seems like everyone that comes into my life is not good for me. I've been a widow a long time, and my husband died at 39. And I would very, very much like a person to share my life with. Well, um, can I, I'm sorry, um, one three, uh, three zero one, could you mute your phone? Cause we can hear the, the uh, computer behind you. We'll be with you in a minute. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I was I going like- to add something. Uh, you know, this is certainly a day where you can make that commitment, but I've had a you- lot of loss mm-hmm. and, um, uh, I, I just feel like I- I'll never have someone that I can trust and love and share and you you have to you have to get past all of that and the only way you're going to do that please I can hear I can feel the depth of where you are and it's it is incredibly painful but I've been crying for two days uh, yeah I get these moods where I say am I never going to be blessed with someone good in my life. Well, see, er, what you're sending... Am I what destined you're send- to be alone forever? Yeah, what you're sending in terms of your command to the universe, every time we speak and every time we think, we send commands to the universe. We're setting motion, setting in motion what we want in our lives, what we want to manifest. And when you say something like, am I never going to have someone in my life? You're basically saying, send me no one. You need to say... I am open and ready for the perfect person or the person who is going to make me laugh, make me feel good, respect me, honor me, and who I can feel the same supportive energy for. Right. You have to I get have a lot into, of you have love to get into a, a zone. I, I'm sure you do, but listen, listen, yeah, I listen to what I'm trying to say because I want so much to reach to the depth of your soul when I'm talking here. I want very much for you to hear me. You need to come into a place when when you say this, you feel that happiness. You feel that joy that you're going to have when you are sharing with this person who's coming into your world. If you don't do that, what happens is you actually create a space, a void instead of an opening. You close the door. So I know you don't have a past that you can say, well, my past was wonderful, so it's easy for me to open it up. What you have to do is know we are in a paradigm shift right now. This is a huge shift we're in, huge. And our commands to the universe are tremendously heard, more so than ever in any time in recorded history. So... Hey, don't must, forget to change your clothes out so you not see her. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't, is, that's not you, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no one on the phone. Oh, uh, okay. 301, <laughs> if you'd mute your phone, please, we can hear you. Okay, go ahead, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm trying to get across to you is, You have to generate the feeling of joy and happiness. I want you to find in your mind, and this is so important for everyone who's listening, in your mind, go to a time where you were laughing, where you were joyful with another person. It doesn't have to be an intimate moment. It doesn't have to be an intimate person. It has to be some joy that you're sharing with someone. 
And I want you to repeat that joy when you ask this of the universe. I want you to get into that zone where you're feeling joyful, you're feeling supported, you're feeling like someone loves you, respects you, is kind to you. I want, And if you have to make it up, then get in there and make it up. Make it a joyful. If, if you ever saw that movie a long time ago, they had a movie out called Michael, <laughs> about Michael the Archangel. <laughs> Yes, yes, it was a good yes, movie. With John Travolta. Yes. yes. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, he is dancing with the woman who moved through transformation, the one who brought him in. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to go to that space and I want you to dance with Michael. Okay. <laughs> I want you to be joyful and laughing and dancing and know that you're going to manifest that human into a physicality you're going to manifest that person they're going to come into your life and they're going to be someone that you dance with i, hope I mean so. dance in joy not necessarily physically no. dance don't hope so no no so. no you have to just do it and feel it and the more you practice that if you will take 10 seconds out of every hour for two days you're going to open this door you have to practice okay. feeling it your ability to practice feeling it through each waking hour will diminish the negativity that you've put out there because of the experiences you've had. We need to let go of the past. This is a time where we're being given a tremendous gift to let go of the past and step into what we want. I want you to think, I came here to play. Okay, my past doesn't show it, but my future does. From this moment forward, I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to have fun. And I and when you are laughing and you're having fun, I guarantee you could find yourself meeting this person over a can of soup at the supermarket. Because you are joyful in that moment. And they are attracted to you. You will be a light like a like the light that attracts the flies, you will attract love because you're filled with it. I don't want you to be in that space you've been in, which is just giving, giving, giving. You are not here to just give. You're here to receive. So mm -hmm. start opening up to that. I hope you're hearing me. You can have I this. Am. You know, I love you dearly. I am doing everything I can to hug you from the inner. <laughs> and, because and I want you to have joy. And as of tomorrow, the archive of the show will be on the front page of my website and you can listen to it. You can listen to her over and over and over again. Oh, I okay. I want so much for you to have what you desire. And you know what? Spirit wants you to have that. It's not okay. me. It's not just me. Mm -hmm. And I want that for everyone who's listening. We've all been light workers and worked many lifetimes. And especially yeah. the women or the men who in their female lifetimes, we've been subordinated. And it's time for us to realize we don't have to be the ones serving. We can be mm -hmm. served. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. It's coming. But you got to work for it. And, and I know you know how. And I'm so sorry, but we have to move on. Sure. I'm, I understand. I'm, you're going to do well. Please let us know how you do in September. I absolutely will. Thank you so much. And I much. thank you so much. Bless both of you. It, it's helped me a lot. Much love to you. Thank you so much. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I, I know how that feels. You know, I've 
I know think, you of anybody. All, <laughs> you of anybody knows it. All of us have been there, and and I think that, and and let me put something out here too for people who go to psychics. Please don't just go to anybody. Um, research people. Uh, check out their websites, and for heaven's sakes, don't go to a psychic that looks unhappy or is disheveled or. You, you want to be attracted to their light, but but research them and don't ever, ever, ever go to a psychic that you don't either, you haven't researched or, or, or had friends who had a good experience with them. It doesn't mean they're going to blow sunshine up your, up your pants, but, but, <laughs> but, but you want somebody who is, who has a joyful nature and is looking for positive things we all have crap in our lives but we don't have to go to a psychic to hear them because we know what that is you know we go to psychics to give to get positive direction and um there yeah, there's go ahead michelle there, there there's you know i i know that barbara as well as myself my god a lifetime of doing this we have had times where we've had to tell people things they don't want to hear but when you are in the light and spirit gives you something that you need to tell someone and have enough courage to tell them that they don't want to hear spirit also gives them something else if they're not giving you that something else that shows you why why this is happening so that you can take your next step then you are in the wrong place spirit never gives anyone a dead end they don't do that there are no dead ends in the universe Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't say it often enough, but, but really don't, don't spread your guts on the table with someone who can't tenderly help you put them back in. You just, you know. <laughs> Barbara, I swear you slay me with your analogies. God bless well, you. <laughs> I mean, well, look at it this way. You go to a psychic and, and you are, you are soil waiting for seeds to be planted. You want to make sure they're planting positive seeds that you have something to work with. Yeah, I, I you know, in my lifetime, as in yours, I'm sure, and, and, and anyone who's intuitive, spirit always gives you the tools that are right for the individual. Mm-hmm. And they're always, they're always there. There are always tools, you know, and I, I think in my lifetime, I've probably shared over 100, easily over 100 different tools and uh, different experiences call for different things. And each individual has a way to find what they need. So yeah. if you're, you're going to see anyone, please, like Barbara said, it should be someone who comes with some kind of recommendation. And if they don't come with a recommendation, then make sure you pray over it before you go see them. Do yeah. your own kinesiology with your own body. Your body will mm-hmm. tell you yay or nay. You can and, simply and clear yourself, say the name, and your body will either move forward or move back. And if your body sure. moves back, don't go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not, you know, you're, you're, you're being implanted with thoughts and philosophies and all sorts of stuff when you get a psychic reading. So you want to make sure that the person that you are listening to has something of value and worth to say. That said, we have 301 here who, who, <laughs> who has been, been waiting. Patiently waiting. Hi, you can unmute yourself now. <laughs> Hi, I apologize. Clearly, I'm a first-time caller. So sorry about that. 
no problem. No problem. We, we so, work with the punches. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this is this is not, you know, NBC or CBS. This is a podcast. So, you know, right. we can we can mess around all we want. It's it's nice. We have no sponsors, so we don't have to answer to anybody. So it's really cool. So <laughs> So I, this Michelle, uh, who is this? What's your first name? This is Diamond. Hi, Diamond. Diamond. Hi. Hello, Michelle and Barbara. Nice to meet you and talk to you both. And and what's your date of birth, Diamond? January fourth, nineteen seventy. One nine seven. January fourth, nineteen seventy. So you're a four. And time of birth? At twelve fifteen p.m. Twelve fifteen. I don't know why my fingers are weird tonight. Fifteen Michelle, p.m. I, and yeah, what, when I calculated, they say it's a twenty-two, but it's reduced to a four. Apparently, yeah, the twenty-two yeah. means something. But both of them mean something. Uh, you're a four on the inner and a twenty-two on the outer, and oh. uh, that's oh, great. It's like belly buttons. <laughs> Uh, the outer is what everyone sees and the inner is what people close to you see but it still reduces even to a four but 22 is a master number so it tells us right off the bat that you're here to master all the things of the feminine uh, zone feminine is intuitive and creative feminine makes things happen through their own dream states Uh, the feminine uh, evolves the world in terms of uh, caring for the world, whereas the masculine does a completely different way of manifestation. So, but the four by itself is also the one who sets in motion uh, control elements. So what you have to watch out for in the negative part is that uh, there are times where you you're someone who does things quickly you know how to do things as soon as somebody starts to show you you pick up on it and uh, yeah. so you're ready to go and because of that sometimes you will want to do for others when you see them kind of bumbling around you have a hard time with that and so in this lifetime you have to learn not to control others by doing for them you have to step back mm-hmm. and say do it your way and I will wait and that's okay. what you have to learn to do it's not easy <laughs> Especially if it's your children, it's not easy. <laughs> but yes. that's real important for you to do. You and you, 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 you'll do. You're, I'm sure you're doing a great job. Uh, what time were you born, Diamond? Twelve fifteen p.m. Okay, and where were you born? Washington D.C. Washington oh, D.C. That is the most confusing town to drive in. I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not easy for me either. <laughs> they got circles <laughs> everywhere. Oh, yeah. Okay. So did you have something you want me to uh, focus on? Sure. Um, I'm going to let you pick the two areas where I'd like to see some change, Mm -hmm. both career and love life. I think probably I'm a little bit more interested in the love life. I'd love to know when my spiritual soulmate is going to come and, you know, Mm. start our journey together. You're in such an amazing zone for that. Um, you know what? Um, let let me first address the career because that is the power statement that's in this chart uh, right now. You have at your midheaven, uh, Pluto has just entered. You know, in well, it's gone back and forth. It's entering 
into your house of career. And when Pluto goes into a house, it says we're transforming. And when it activates uh, things in your chart and it's where it's headed is it's headed to activate your natal Pluto in your house of the workplace. You are on the road here in the next couple of years to uh, to go into a very powerful, powerful position. There will be some okay. opportunity to transform into a space of much greater power. Um, it's quite the statement. And, of course, I, I'd have to go forward here to identify where in time exactly that's going to land because Pluto is so renegade in the way it moves. So I'm just going to give this a quick look and kind of give you a, a little bit better idea. Uh, you're looking at it's not tomorrow, okay? I did say in a few years. So you're looking at it starting to be active uh, in 2022. Okay. And that's, I mean, that is such a powerful statement. You know, if you ever wanted to be the CEO of something, uh, mm -hmm. that's kind of what that statement makes. <laughs> okay. All right. I like really, that. It's a really powerful statement. Okay. So let's come back to 2017 here. And um, you are interested in a relationship and you're certainly on a, at a, you're in the zone. Jupiter right now is not helping you. But it's about to. <laughs> uh, okay. As soon as it goes into Scorpio, it is on top. You're, you're getting a Jupiter return like the l l woman we just spoke with. Uh, it's, it's, and that's a very exciting statement. So mm -hmm. um, your Jupiter sits in your seventh house, the house of relationships. And to have okay. Jupiter there... Woo, that's a lovely place to put it because that means that you should end up with relationships that uh, turn out to make you happy or joyful or expand your world or, or teach you something. And uh, that's that's very nice. Uh, you're talking about activate, uh, activation starting in early uh, October and um, and that will continue until... It's not a big window, but it's still a window that we need to look at until around uh, the 20th or so of October. Let's see, I can push it a little bit here. I'm going to take it all the way to October 22nd. So that is a doorway in time where you have the ability to connect with someone who will be a good choice a good marriage partner, a good partner if you want a partner in terms of business, someone who um, will expand your world and teach you something that you need to know. And as uh, it continues to move, uh, your progressed is activating your Venus. So Venus rules your house of marriage and um, you have a doorway there coming up. Hang on, I'm going to move this forward. Uh, you know, Jupiter itself in the progress takes a while to move, but your progress, Jupiter, is now at, in retrograde, unfortunately. Sugar, tomato okay. sauce, that's not going to change, but it's still, it's still <laughs> in the zone, you know. We can't get that to change, but activation is still coming through. So I'm going to say that there's going to be a number of times where there may be opportunities, but most important for you to realize is when I give you this window, take advantage of it. Um, okay. So go out during this exactly. October time frame, dating, be social. Yes. 
take advantage okay. of that window. And like I said to the last caller, Jupiter doesn't come around but once every 12 years and uh, take advantage. And uh, I want to see if there's anybody annoying you while this is going on. <laughs> Sometimes we have little guys who annoy and I try to find them and see if we can tell you what we need to do with them. You know, I do, this looks to me like a, a real opportune time. I don't have anything happening in your social house except that your your moon is active. So, man, with the moon active here, with right in a beautiful connection to your Jupiter, this is a great time for you. October should be fabulous. You you would not surprise me if you called us in the beginning of November and said, you know what, I start I moved in with somebody. Uh, oh, wow. If you wrote us a okay. note. Um, because Jupiter making this action uh, the, or the progressed moon activating your Jupiter like that, it could be an opportunity to move in with someone, to have a relationship that um, – or a relationship where you get a home together. Mm -hmm. There are a number of statements going on there. So, well, keep us posted, but that looks good to me. And um, mm -hmm. as far as career, you've got – you know, with Pluto up there – there's going to be a lot of change in terms of your career. It's mm -hmm. a transformative time, but take advantage. Take advantage even um, as Jupiter moves forward. It's going to be next year, okay? So let me just okay. pull that forward. Uh, if we go to um, – not not late next year, just next year. Um, I want to take Jupiter – when it, it once it makes an activity. See, here it is. Um, it's actually the end of this year. It's in December. Between December and January, um, or December and February, uh, you've got a time frame here where there's going to be opportunity for you to um, either change your career, move into a career that expands everything for you. You are, you know, a, pe a really strong lady, and uh, you're going to uh, find that uh, there's going to be some opportunity for you coming up uh, the end of this year, the beginning of next. Okay, so that kind of starts the transition, and it goes through the 2022, like you said, yes. for the whole career transition. Yeah, okay. yeah. when you get to 2022, my God, whatever it is you get into, you're going to come to the most powerful position you can possibly grab a hold of. Okay, that sounds awesome. I love it. That's pretty Thank amazing. <laughs> Yay. And can you tell me a little bit about the 4 and the 22? You said... Four on the outer and 22 on the inner. Can, what, no, no, what four on the inner and 22 on the outer. Oh, 20, okay. Yeah, tw 22 is a master number, so you're saying in this lifetime I'm going to master all the issues of the two. And two is about choices, two is about balance, but two is also about the intuitive and the, the process of being feminine. It's all of those things. So when you look at that, uh, the key is to make sure that you make choices that allow yourself to have what you want. Okay. Um, sometimes uh, when we're going back and forth and choosing, we lose track of what's important. Everybody pours in their information and we forget what our heart is really saying. So when we master that, we never forget. We always remember, fine to honor. You know, we like to honor our parents and our friends. But in the long run, it's our heart that needs to decide what's right. And okay. um, so 
that's real important. And then the four, of course, uh, it, it's issues of stability. Um, the four is so good at everything they do. They always rise up in any in any uh, workplace that they could possibly enter. They will just rise to the top. It's the nature of the four because they're so good at what they do. Um, mm-hmm. They just have a mind that has that capability of organizing things and putting them together, and they understand how things work. And uh, because of that, you know, they really do have a hard time working with people who are slower and uh, incompetent. Yes, well, I, do. I don't like to use that word incompetent because different people have different ways of experiencing life, and and. Yeah. Um, from the viewpoint of a person who is the employer, you might say, well, you know, this person isn't working out because they're not capable of doing the job as fast or clearly as they should, so we need to find someone else. But they, those people are competent in some other area of life. It's just not in that focus. Yeah, so, that's Yeah, so everybody has a place where when they work from their heart, they're in the perfect place. And uh, not all of, not everyone is as fast as you. you. You're just, you've been given a gift and uh, the key is to realize it's a gift and not, not to control others with it. To control yourself is the lesson. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I learned a lot from that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that reading. You're, you're so welcome. Good fortune to you. Yes. Thanks Thank for you calling, so much. Okay. Thanks, Barbara, Michelle. Have a good, good night. night. You too. Okay, so we've got nine two eight here. Are you there, nine two eight? I'm here. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi. This and is Renee. Renee. Oh, hello, oh, Renee. Hello, Renee. Hi. <clears throat> um, my birth date is ten eighteen nineteen fifty eight. Okay, and the time. Oops, I'm lost the T. There's my fingers again. October 18th, 1958, and the time you were born, Renee? Uh, 8, 10. A.M. or P.M.? A.M., sorry. And where were you born? Castor Valley, California. Castor Valley. Okay. Let's see where that takes us. Castor Valley. I'm... I, My eyesight is not as good as I'd like it to be. Is that in Alameda County? Yes, Castro. That's what I was going to say. Isn't it Castro Valley? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's what I did wrong. (laughs) I know where Castro Valley is. but um, Okay, well, let's take a look and see what we've got. And what would you like to focus on? Is there something in particular? Um, Just transitions coming up. Okay. Let's see what's happening in your world. We'll just kind of take a peek around. Uh, right now, um, you're in, uh, yeah, I don't know if we've ever talked about uh, nodes. Uh, they're actually a point in space that is a very po- important point in space that when it uh, activates an angle like uh, the midheaven and the nadir, uh, so on an angle in your chart, it can bring all kinds of information into your world. And uh, you're having one of these. Um, so you you may be uh, connecting with uh, soul members, family members. Uh, you may be connecting through the public as well or through some form of travel. 
but it looks like you're in a zone where there could be, and not right now, but in, in I want to say in, in the next month to two months, uh, where there could be some opportunity that arrives or some connection that arrives out of the blue almost uh, that um, will be a very good connection, a fun connection, a leadership connection. Uh, and uh, if you're doing any traveling and with Uranus up at the ninth house like that, you're probably someone who enjoys the freedom of travel or the freedom of learning or the freedom of getting out. Um, you will connect with people. So I would if you haven't planned any travel, plan some uh, wherever it is that you decide to go. Um, that's going to be an activating point. So we have that. Let's see what else is key. Saturn right now is traveling through your second house, and it is a you're actually having a Saturn return as we speak. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, let's take a look at your Saturn. You are born with Saturn at 21 degrees of Sagittarius, and um, if anybody here has listened to the show the last time we did it, <laughs> August the 25th, Saturn will station direct, and it stations direct right at 21 degrees. So this is a key event, and connections... Uh, Having Saturn in the second house, you're someone who works hard for money and works hard, and you probably work hard your whole life, hard to save, try to save, uh, those kinds of things. It probably has been pretty good uh, the last, what is it, six years? Yeah. Oh, even more than that, the last nine years. Um, because your progressed sun is in this house, which really helps Saturn kind of kicks Saturn's butt a little and uh, but anyway with Saturn return when we have a Saturn return all the issues of our father connections to our father any issues where we have had or felt abandoned by someone they come to the surface and uh, and we have to reevaluate what we value in life what's important for us what is important for the long term uh, in our lives um, so this is in this zone right now and Saturn returns for some people are, are challenging for others. They kind of fly through them. Depends on the natal positioning. What's good is you have your North node. This is a nodal chart state <laughs> tonight. Um, your North node is activated by your natal Saturn as is your sun in a very positive way. So for you, you're one of the people who can get through this so much better than most um, your dad and let me see where's your mom oh okay yeah your dad and mom well they challenged each other that's wasn't the best experience for you but uh, the your dad taught you stuff and um, he was someone who uh, taught you how to what was important that that education was valuable that learning was important and uh, and that making relationships, connecting with others, uh, having fairness and a balance was important. And uh, so this comes back to the surface, and you're going to reevaluate those values. So um, how are you feeling about all of this now? You you you, I mean, Saturn returns can make you kind of sad or depressed or 
cold or they kind of make you more internalized is what they're doing. So everybody may see it that way, but you have the ability with your combination to come through this pretty easily or pretty well. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. <laughs> um, yes, coming to terms with father and mother and um, learning from it and taking the good and leaving the bad and then growing from that and yeah. saying it's okay and then forgiving and letting go. Yeah, that's been a process. And how long did you say that's starting to go on now or has that oh, been Oh, it's, it's, it's been on for a little while, not re- yeah. very long, the last few yeah. months. And, uh, and of course, when it stations direct, that's the good news for you is that it's going to start leaving and it will leave uh, within actually within uh, by the by by the end of August, it'll should be pretty much on its way out. So um, let me just check and make sure I didn't lie to you there. <laughs> I, I didn't plan to lie. So but sometimes I, I say things and then I have to go look and I'm off by a few days. So I'm just make sure I'm not off by any amount. Uh, yeah. So it will be uh, off of that on September the 14th. So wow. you're, okay, you should be good. free and clear of that. You will have worked out the process. However, it's not completely free and clear because Saturn still has to go over the progressed Saturn. But like I said, you're getting support from your son there, so it shouldn't be that difficult. And when it goes over that uh, progressed Saturn, which will be um, – I'm just going to go and look at it because it's uh, probably a month or so after that. Yeah, here it is. Uh, it's already over at that point, but uh, it is past it just around the middle of November. So um, at that point in time, during that period, it's possible that you will make connections with your dad in a way that helps you to really uh, step beyond anything from the past. Uh, you know, your progressed son is activating your natal son. This is really should be a good time for you. Uh, that brings so much power and joy and uh, strength, and it should bring some abundance to you because that's coming through your second house, the house of money, and it's a statement of realizing uh, what your dad gave you that allows you to make a living, allows you to have income, and uh, so he's obviously been someone who's tried to help in that respect, um, and of course, you know, I'm getting other information here that uh, he was doing his best to try to give a woman the 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 information they would need to have a successful life um, a differentiating between what he would have done had you been a boy so there's some issue in there <laughs> yeah i'm kind of a tomboy oh yeah i bet, I bet. <laughs> he's yeah, on ahead. the other side too so yeah. a lot of uh the influence was when I was much younger, but it, oh. it lasted through there, the strength of him that came to. And I was curious also about um, the new, did you do numerology on the last one, kind of? Um, yeah, because did, it just kind of stuck out. So, yeah, you're a nine uh, on the inner, and uh, let's see, uh, one, two, seven, seven, and you're born in the eighth year. Seven and eight is uh, 15, and you're a six. Six on the outer and uh, a nine on the inner. Uh, uh, can I just interrupt a second? When sure. the mu- when the music starts at the top of the hour, just hang on, Renee, and we'll we'll finish you up after. But it's going to start someplace, and we'll go away for three minutes and come back. Okay. 
Okay, so the nine, uh, the nine is what I call a bridge between heaven and earth. You're a highly intuitive person. You bring information in and give answers to people's questions before they ask them. Uh, you're very, very good at at that. Um, but you uh, have to use the other side, um, what, your other number, which is the six, to get yourself out and about because the nine uh, can be uh, a, a, a recluse. They, they, they know how to operate in their own world, so when they get out and about, they don't always – they have intuitive connections, but they don't always make all the other kinds. But the six is great because you're, the six is the social butterfly, so you pick the number to really balance out the nine. And uh, the six is someone who in this lifetime has to make choices and uh, doesn't like necessarily making the commitment because they don't want to lose their freedom. Uh, so they have to work on that. You know, your chart has a lot of blessings in it, so I'm sure you've probably worked out a lot of that. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah, um, the intuition thing makes a lot of sense, that's for sure. Um, and um, I, I'm a psychic medium, so it does make sense. So it's yeah, really interesting. yeah, it's perfect for the nine. I th I think Casey was a nine. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it, and um, that was so interesting. How you hit on those? There's so much there that's me. <laughs> there was a lot of yeah. things where I was like, "Wow, that that's true." <laughs> um, yes, I I can stay in my own little world sometimes, and yeah, I have to get out more. So. And yeah. I'm going to start traveling too. That's it. Oh, good. <laughs> well, I know you. I know. I know you'll enjoy it. And and with the nodes there, you may decide you want to travel to your roots somewhere, uh, to your ancestors, to where your ancestors yeah. were, or to some location that psychically you know your ancestors were. <laughs> it could yeah, be your was, soul family, you know. Yeah, that could be interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Michelle. You guys have a great evening. You too. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. On the go. Still want to listen? Don't have one of those fancy phones with too many buttons. Don't know what an app is? Or you don't even care? Well, we got you here at Revolution Radio. Now you can dial in 24-7 to listen to our shows. We have a number for Studio A and Studio B. And best of all, it's free. Don't forget, your carrier charges for your cell phone provider may apply, though. So check with your cell provider to make sure. So ready? Here you go. Get a pen. Here's the number. Studio A is 712 432-6958 and Studio B is 716-748-0112 Thank you very much for listening to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com the number one listener supported radio station in the world No.
anarcho-syndicalist commune. We take it in turns to act as a sort of executive officer for the week. Yes. But all the decisions of that officer have to be ratified at a special bi-weekly meeting. Yes, I see. By a civil majority in the case of purely internal affairs. Be quiet. But by a two-thirds majority in the case of more... Be quiet. I order you to be quiet. Look, you stupid bastard. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. It's just a flesh wound. I don't believe I'm seeing such a display of courage, skill, nerve, grace, stupidity. I'll do you for that. What? Come here. What are you going to do? Bleed on me? I'm invincible. You're a loony. The Black Knight always triumphs. Roundtable Live, Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. till 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Bring your mind, bring your ideas, bring your voice. King Arthur had nothing on us. Here at Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host... is Nightlight. And if you like what you're hearing, click over to the support page and make a donation to help us keep this amazing station up and running. Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com is totally listener supported. From the owner to the host to the producers, who we can't live without, to the staff, all are working here because we love the work and are dedicated to putting out quality material for all of you, be it large or small, Every donation is greatly appreciated and helps us all keep on supplying information and material to educate and hopefully enlighten you that isn't found elsewhere. Okay, we are back and we have um, 816 on the line who has been patiently waiting. Hi, 816, are you still there? I sure am. How are you this evening? Doing well. Michelle, you still here? Yeah, I sure am. What's your name? Uh, Mark. Okay, Mark. And when were you born? Two eleven fifty nine. February 11th. There's another fascinating number. Uh-huh. Okay. 1959. That's the year of uh, the boar. Not to say you're boring. It's, it's a wild pig is what it is. At any rate. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- would I love describe that. me like that I'm sure <laughs> let's hope not that was not polite <laughs> the wild boar is actually a lovely creature and has a lot of excellent qualities <laughs> okay <laughs> I like I like your definition much better <laughs> so tell me what time were you born I think it was the evening oh you don't know the exact time no, I mean, all I remember is Dad said, can't you wait one more day? And so I think it might have been evening. Must have been <laughs> late, like 10 or 11. Okay, well, let's, let's if you think it's good 10 or question. 11. question. I never have asked, really. Yeah, it would be good to know that because I can't be very accurate. Uh, but I can certainly 
uh, identify other things and we'll work we'll work with you as best as we can and where were you born mark independence missouri independence m o dokie dokes let's go take a look when we don't know, have the exact time, we don't have uh, the correct wheel is what happens. And, uh, and every little piece of that wheel tells us about different areas of your life and how you focus. So when you hear me tell somebody, well, the seventh house has nothing in it, we can't really say that about you because we don't really know if that is your seventh house. But we're going to work with it based on uh, we're looking at this chart based at 10.30 p.m. on February 11th. Uh, 1959. Uh, I've got Jupiter going over the ascendant. So, do you feel jolly? <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> oh, well, it, it's always nice when Jupiter goes over our ascendant because it makes us feel bigger than life. We feel great and we feel good. And it's, it's always a nice thing. And it is applying to an opposition to your son, so uh, you may find that uh, you are, uh, to your progressed son, you may find that you are um, going to have some kind of, um, this could create some kind of a struggle or a rebalancing point or a, a more expanded knowledge of your father, or if the seventh house is correct, it could be a partner. Um, and we have all kinds of partners, so I don't want to just make that like marriage. It's, it's a partner. But uh, you may also be struggling a little bit with trying to balance um, who you are. You know, you have, um, you know, born with the sun in, uh, in the very beginning of um, Aries. You, you tend to be someone who is outgoing. You like to try new things. This is someone who uh, steps out like, the foot soldier steps out and can be very athletic. But when Jupiter opposes it, then uh, we try to take a look at relationships, try to see about how much am I doing just for me and how much do I need to do to keep my relationships balanced? Am I being really fair to a partner? And uh, that kind of uh, a struggle could be uh, going on. Uh, if if your son is actually in the seventh house <laughs> and if you if that does not have a lot of meaning to you and your son is actually in the sixth house it could be issues that have to do with health or it could be issues that have to do with um, uh, the workplace so to put that in perspective uh, it can be uh, an awareness that you have to be more fair in the workplace, that you have to um, make sure that people are understanding you and you're not just taking action. And, uh, and if it's a health issue, then um, you may have to be balancing your intake, uh, the kind of food you're eating, and not just eat the first thing that comes along. Or eating in the dream state is part of it, because you probably do have Pisces on that cusp. So... When we have Pisces on the house of health, we don't always, we're not always aware of what we eat. We are kind of more in a, I eat because I need to eat. <laughs> and uh, we don't really pay close attention. And this opposition, if it is to do with your house of health, uh, uh, this can have to do uh, with uh, processing fats. Um, so if you have any issues, 
uh, and it could turn out to be like headaches or it could turn to be uh, like head fog. I want to say head fog where you're, you're not hearing things clearly or, or you feel like you're missing some of what should be taking place. Or you're not responding uh, as fast as normal. Then it could have to do with the way you're processing fat and it could have to do with your gallbladder. So, you know, since I don't know, I'm giving you all of this stuff because I really don't know if this is the exactly right chart. Does any of this make sense to you? Yeah, I'm very outgoing on that end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only health issue I got is kind of a sore foot right now. I'm kind of fighting that. Okay, we do know uh, that Pisces is on that cusp then. That's good because Pisces is your feet and uh, and foot issues is what comes up. And what you have to watch out with Pisces on that cusp is uh, make sure uh, if you get a diagnosis you don't feel is correct, make sure you get a second opinion because especially when it comes to any kind of drug that they would give you because Pisces does not always get um, – they don't always get diagnosed properly, so. I can believe that. Third one, I show. We still haven't really done anything yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's What's going on, you guys. Yeah. Give me well, a boot, and that was it. I mean, literally a boot to wear, and that's about it. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, we can look a little so. further, see if I can figure out what's going on with your foot. Um, let's see yeah, if I. Kind of like lots of X-rays and. Don't see anything wrong, and like two different sets of doctor's x-rays, and it's still bugging me. Right or left foot? Right. I was moving and had a lot of stairs I was climbing, I think I just strained it. And, uh, you know, took me two months to get that line up. If I can take it to another level, um, oftentimes... Mm. The right side is is that which you know moves us forward. Forward, yeah. And and perhaps um, you've been moving forward in in the wrong direction in some aspects of your life. You might want to step back and check your choices out to make sure that you've chosen wisely. Okay, always yeah. good idea. Yeah, always good idea. Also. Uh, Neptune. Just bought a house. That's fairly concerning. Why? <laughs> 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 second, should I be here? <laughs> uh, but everything fell into place, so I really do believe I should be here. But mm-hmm. yeah. well, you're very intuitive, especially right now. And Neptune has been on your Venus. So, but because of that, I would say I would look into iron. Um, if you have, I would have them check to see if you have any kind of deficiency of iron. Um, okay. Because uh, that may be, uh, Pisces is iron. <laughs> Pisces is, rules the iron in the body. And uh, for your body to get the oxygen it needs to the cells, you have to have a certain amount of that iron. And that might, uh, it might be helpful to wear some kind of a magnetic thing on that foot because the magnet will pull the iron down to that foot and help it heal faster. Okay. So, so yeah, I, I, good idea. yeah, I would do that if I were you. Um, so now you said intuitive, does that help me connect in any kind of spiritual guys on anything like sure. that? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you, it seems like they're around, but they don't really want to talk to me, does it seem like? Well, oh, I don't know how to connect. 
Yeah, you probably got a preconception of how they'll communicate with you, and it's best if you can just. That's true. Yeah, it's best if you can just let it go or give them a parameter. You can do that. You can say, okay, uh, I want you to communicate with me through music, and I'll turn the radio on when I think you're around. You're going to tell me what you need to tell me through music. It's a great way, or through a book, you can say, I'll open a book. When I feel you're there, I'll open a book, and what I first read will will be what you were trying to tell me. And uh, they can use all kinds of vehicles like that, including the television for that matter. Um, so you you have the ability to set some parameters with uh, the spiritual guides around you. And uh, that can help you. Sometimes we feel we've got to have it a certain way, and it, it isn't always the way we think it is. And, but you have I enough... I've had coincidences like that. Just, you know, just today, kind of listening to something on... YouTube, and they brought up some stuff about you could be low on magnesium, affects mm-hmm. your joints. And I thought, well, maybe that seems like a pretty rare coincidence. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, maybe, magnesium you know, maybe is you're right there. Yeah, magnesium is really important in the body. So uh, I would, you, you need a calcium magnesium balance for the body to work properly. And being Aries, uh, having your progressed sun in Aries, that's, that's a, that is a, a calcium magnesium balance. So you might look into that. I would, you can't hurt yourself by uh, taking some before you go to sleep at night um, and seeing if that doesn't help you sleep all the way through the night comfortably. And if it does, then it's going to help repair that. Okay. Sounds uh, excellent. Sounds like, yeah. yeah. So, I yeah. like your idea about communicating intuitively though. Yeah. It'd be nice if they could just sit next to you and talk to you. <laughs> well, they can actually, but you have to get to a point they of complete do. trust for that to happen. And uh, most people think of it as a phenomenon. And if you think of it as a phenomenon, it, it can't happen. Uh, so you have to get that comfortable. You know, the only time I've had spiritual beings literally make themselves completely clear to me where you couldn't miss them and you want to like go, wait a minute. I can touch this guy <laughs> is is when they had some very important thing they wanted to get across and um, or save my life, which they've done before. But but um, you have to be completely trusting. And that's the key. Well, as long as they're here for the highest good, too, that's the other side of that. Well, as long as you set that parameter, they will be. You won't invite anybody yeah. else in, you know. But, you know, Jupiter, where it is right now in the sky and how it's activating your chart, it's, it's giving you a lot of options. There's a, you know, there's a lot of um, joy that can come and it makes, it's going to go in, into your first house. It might actually be in your first house and we wouldn't know that, but um, can, it can make you feel, feel very optimistic and that's a wonderful thing. So, you, you Well, I kind of also, you know, I kind of look forward if there's any kind of reset coming or something too, I kind of look forward to be able to help a lot of people kind of prepare myself to be able to help, mm. you know, so that also makes this chart more significant because uh, you do have cancer at the midheaven and that's someone who uh, is here to nurture the world. That's the statement. So um, that fits you. Uranus, you know, is yeah. about to in the next few years, we'll move into its next sign. It, it's a very slow mover, but uh, when it does, it will activate 
your dreams. It will activate, I don't mean your dream state, what it is that you desire, which is what you've just expressed. And when it does, there will be an opportunity that will appear literally out of the blue for you. Um, I can go forward and just see when that is going to be. Because that is, if this chart is close to right, uh, and it's sound, sounding like it's close, um, it, it will see here your natal is at three degrees so it's not too far away we've got uranus at two degrees uh a year from now so in 2018 it starts its activation and it will go back and That's forth about. over that point several times over a period of at least seven months uh so you're going to have an opportunity to make you to empower yourself to suddenly make your dream of helping the world come true. Excellent, excellent. Such a great night to talk to you right now. I'm standing outside and it's a full moon. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, powerful, powerful short. full moon. Yes, when Uranus yeah. gets to that point, you've got a grand trine active, uh, a really powerful grand trine. You were born with Jupiter in rulership. Uh, not Jupiter, but Saturn in rulership, and uh, so you were born with Saturn in Capricorn, and uh, with and you were also born with Jupiter in rulership at zero degrees of Sagittarius. So uh, you are a person. Whenever you see planets in rulership, it tells us that this is an old soul. This is a soul that's uh, been uh, traveling the planet for a long time and and mastered many things. And uh, so that's really a lovely statement. And your sun is at 22 degrees of Aquarius. And of course, and you have Chiron at 22 and Mercury at 21. So this is a person who uh, is here to master the ability to um, create a unified world. Uh, Aquarius is about unifying everyone is brother, everyone is sister, everyone is family, um, but not family in the idea that you have about Thanksgiving here, uh, which can be very annoying, but family in terms of helping each other and cooperative, uh, cooperation is the word. So to have a, a grand trine open that allows you to become uh, a doorway for you to manifest what it is you want, you will you know, walk through it. Uh, that doorway is a three-degree doorway, and so three – Three is the number of the planet Earth, and uh, it's a number that speaks to uh, nurturing the planet. I mean, the full moon is like – it's the epitome of three. You know, it's it's a generous, loving, nurturing statement, um, the one who mothers everyone. Um, and you have cancer at the midheaven, and I don't so know – Go ahead. Would that help me see – would that help me see life forces? I mean, sometimes I seems like I can see the trees and see some kind of force well, coming off. The well, trees. well, you can, you can, you, you know, actually, anyone can if you just give yourself the freedom to do so, and you're obviously asking for that, so do it. Um, you can. You should be not only able to see them, but you should be able to hear them. You know, they're the song of the trees and the birds and the flowers and. Even the grass, it's, they're always singing. <laughs> Your soul is always singing. <laughs> All our souls are always singing. So when you, you trust that you are part of them, you merge. And when you merge, you hear everything. 
and uh, that Pisces element in your chart, um, it, it has to do with that merging and you have Venus in Pisces. Uh, Venus in Pisces is uh, the planet in its greatest compassion, uh, greatest intuitive a combination love. there. Well, you know, you've got 360 degrees and, <laughs> you know, you got Venus landed right there. So it's it's also coming through, if the chart is right, the fifth house. So that's that's the house of things that we love. So to have love in that house is you have a love for all life, all creation, and you have compassion for all life and creation. And uh, you struggle with it. I can see it. that. Yeah, I don't have you, a lot of relationships. It doesn't seem like as far as female goes, but yeah. Well, um, you have an empty seventh house according to this chart that we've thrown together. Boy, that's the second so empty seventh house. I know, isn't that weird? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. I don't think you're a loner. I think that you oh, are. Yeah. To, I think you're going to attract someone who is similarly focused to you, but I don't think you're ready yet. Well, so. you know, you, you, you. Very protective, very protective. I think I am. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't let them in easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have a lot of signatures of the independent one. I mean, Aquarius is one of the signs that can go walk alone. Uh, Aries is a sign that walks alone. And Virgo is a sign that can walk alone. Those are the only three signs in the Zodiac that really have the ability to walk alone. Your moon is in Aries. Your sun is in Aquarius. So, you know, you have two signatures that say, I, I can get out there and do my own thing. And uh, the moon in Aries is the more difficult because moon in Aries is you're trying to balance the rest of your chart with it is what you've done. But uh, moon in Aries says, I desire uh, to be able to be the one who makes the breakthroughs to step through the doorway first. I desire to be the outgoing and I desire to be athletic and I desire to get out there and be seen for me. So it can be uh, selfish in terms of uh, the way it wants for itself. and uh, I, I can believe that. <laughs> you know, so you have to take that moon and work with it and realize that uh, I need someone who I want to be supportive of as well. Uh, so that's, that's, you know, that's part of it. But you, you can work selfish. with it. There's there there's somebody for everybody. Take my word for it. <laughs> and I, uh, it, it feels to me as though you have kind of a mission. And once you have gotten yourself moving forward on that mission and can't step off, then you'll meet someone who has a similar function in life. But but to give you a relationship. Yeah, yeah, to give you a relationship right now would take you off your pathway. So mm -hmm. they won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Trying but to figure you know, out what that mission is is tough though. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you you have a desire uh to do something that will increase the health internationally. Uh and that may be of the planet or it may be of the people of the planet or it could be of any part of the planet, but there's a statement here in this chart that I want to be in a powerful position to increase the health uh of the world. So that seems to be a drive. Yeah, that'd be something, wouldn't it? It, it? Well, you know, we all have a part to play and um Does probably some of 
does the health have to be physical or could it be emotional or spiritual as Oh, yeah, it could be well. any any form of health. You know, health can be uh, as simple as being able to get people to talk to each other. That's that's healthy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's not defined that way. And uh, but a year a year from now, you know, your Jupiter will be uh, Jupiter in the sky. Excuse me, not your Jupiter, but Jupiter in the sky will be making a. Uh, a trying to your natal moon so there is going to be some opportunity at that point in time uh it may be an opportunity for um uh, for uh your career to go another step um to become more worldly um it may be an opportunity to even have a home in a different place in a foreign country politics maybe politics could be, could be oh. politics. I mean, Moon and Aries could certainly be political, and Aquarius in this country is very political. Uh, Aquarius has been very active. Uh, we've had uh, presidents who are Aquarians, and uh, this country has a lot of Aquarius energy, even though the sun is right. in Cancer. So, but uh, yeah, uh, be- it's going to be exciting. Well, yeah, I I think so. I think you've set things in motion to be exciting. You haven't, uh, you know, you you might end up uh, falling in love when Jupiter finally conjoins your Venus, um, or you might find a stable point, a stable relationship when it gets just past your Saturn. So that you know isn't next year. That would be the year after. So it would be actually in 2020. I, depends on the part of the year we're talking about. <laughs> so I have to be careful what I say. I say things and then I have to take them back. But uh, it would be um, in the spring of 2020. It's got a ring to it. Yeah, and it could have a ring for her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, let's uh-huh. wait and see. Sounds interesting. Yeah, well, yeah. See, you gotta open yourself up to that possibility. Uh, Moon and Aries is so—it's like I've got to be the leader, and I've got to be the one who takes control and does the stuff. And and that you've got to find a particular kind of person who is equally strong, but who will give you the space to do that. That's a tough one. It is, but they're out there. (laughs) They're out there. I mean, I'm an Aquarius, and my husband is an Aries. And uh, you have to honor the other person. And the best kind of connection you could make would be someone who is either Aquarius or Aries or, or because they will activate both of these parts of you. And they will uh, help you to uh, – they'll still be independent and not needy. You can't handle a woman who's needy. So you need someone who's strong and independent <laughs> like you, who you can respect. Well, just looking for Aquarius or Aries is interesting. That's a good – that narrows it down a lot. Yeah, well, just be careful with that, you know. <laughs> I have a story I tell. <laughs> okay. The time I was looking for the perfect mate – I actually did an I actually did an astrological review of all the possibilities and found the absolute best dates over a ten year period, and then I advertised for anyone born on those dates who was single. 
Oh my God. <laughs> I did. It was what hysterical. happened? Well, uh, no one, I got a lot of answers, but no one who answered, I probably had about 25 or 30 people answer and no one who, who answered was born on any of those dates. They were always born the day before, the day after, in the wrong year. <laughs> it was hysterical. And, and what it, does your husband's date fit in there? No, no. <laughs> He's not a perfect relationship. Sorry. I wanted a perfect one. I was looking for the perfect one. <laughs> You know, you but perfect, uh, would perfect be boring though? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was good research. <laughs> I love doing a good research. exercise. It was, it was a good was exercise. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just give spirit a chance is what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, you know, we absolutely, do- absolutely. We do have relationships uh, that are what I call crossover relationships. So you can have someone whose son uh, is not necessarily working with your son, but it works with your moon, and uh, and 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 also in the other direction. For you, since your son and moon work together, so your mom and dad loved each other. They probably sometimes were a little annoying, but overall, they were pretty good together. Um, that's that's a strong component for you to be able to connect with someone who you will be good with. So, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, thanks for calling, Mark. Yeah, I want oh, to say thank you. It's more. been an excellent call. Yeah, and Go I want ahead. to say yeah. just one more thing before you get off, Mark, because you mentioned that you had bought a house. Pluto just has gone into your fourth house recently, and uh, and I'm sure you bought that house in that time frame. So it's a very empowering thing that you have done for yourself. Yeah, excellent. It's kind of it's a cool place. That's on about an acre, and it's all brick, and it's also good investment. Back in. It's also yeah, it's tucked back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tucked back into an older neighborhood and right next to a lake almost. And so it's uh it's uh lots of wildlife. It's a cool place. Mm. So well anyway, yeah, thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun talking to you. Well, it's been fun for us too. <laughs> you have a <laughs> fabulous night. Let us thank know you. when you, you meet that. that lady. I'd love to see her chart. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I think, I think he called one one other time. Did um, he? Yeah. And yeah, it was about a year ago. Mm. I I think before you started on the show. Um just just for those who are listening, if anybody's interested in getting a free reading, the number is 918-707-8787. And um, while we're seeing if anybody dials in, I, I want to kind of go over this huge eclipse that is coming up on the 21st. Hmm. Yeah, the eclipse. Well, let's. <laughs> Sorry, oh. did that not sound good? <laughs> you don't sound real thrilled. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, in one respect, it's very thrilling that everybody is going out to see it. Yeah, that's uh, the roads true. are going to be somewhat jammed, and a lot of people have uh, is are going to have nice 
nice opportunities to make some money uh, wherever they are in terms of uh, housing for the people who are now, going this, this eclipse, though, I think I remember you said that, that there hasn't been one like it since 1917. Um, I did not actually say that. I have not seen an eclipse like this ever. Ever? Oh. No. What, what is so significant about it? Well, this eclipse has a direct effect on the President of the United States. So... Never, never seen an eclipse that had that kind of effect. Well, it was an eclipse that was completely visible in the United States. This eclipse, wherever an eclipse is visible, that is where the activity that comes as a result of the eclipse happens. Okay. So uh, with that said, uh, and then on top of it, it directly activates the chart of the President of the United States. That's, that's very unusual. Um, Certainly nothing I've seen in my lifetime. And uh, Well, why does it directly affect his chart? Uh, because it's 21 degrees. Um, uh, because, excuse me, because, uh, he, it's because he's a Gemini and it activates something in his chart. I, I need to pull up his chart so I can tell you more directly. But what I was going to pull up was the chart of the United States because that's, to me, like 10 times more important than... Yeah. Is. So, um, th th sorry. That's why I'm dancing over here because I'm trying to do something on the, my computer at the same time. <laughs> I, have I have trouble typing and talking at the same time, too. <coughs> Goodness. I've lost, I've lost my voice. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll be back. Uh-huh. All right. I got the chart. <coughs> wow. <coughs> I guess God wanted me to be quiet for a minute. <laughs> uh, choking on, on just air is the most unsettling thing ever. <coughs> that it is. As a matter of fact, that happened to me once in Virginia. I was leading a meditation. I took oh, a deep wow. breath and I choked. And after choking and choking and choking, I, I everyone had their eyes closed theoretically, and and I kept saying, "I'm all right. I'm fine." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. It was. It was. You know, I had tears running down my face, and yeah, you know, I'm just fine. <laughs> oh yeah. So, this this eclipse takes place at 11.30 in the morning on the West Coast and 2.30 in the afternoon on the East Coast. And uh, <clears throat> this eclipse is in Leo, of course. It's 28 degrees of Leo. So looking at uh, the chart of the United States... What we have is Saturn has been very active in the chart of the United States. <coughs> and it is right now traveling through the second house. Oh, money, money, money is the second house. And what we value, what are American values? And do we have money? <laughs> How are we spending it? And right now people may be spending it, but they're not spending it as much 
as they have in the past. More people are actually saving money now than spending it. And uh, <clears throat> taking a look at, um, I want to see how the moon is actually affecting on this day and how the sun. And uh, I have to back everything up just a little bit. But <clears throat> natally, we have our sun at 13 degrees. Uh, what's nice is Jupiter is progressed on top of it. So even though we're saving money, we're not, we're not feeling as tight as we have in the past. It's giving us a little more freedom. But uh, Uranus at 28 degrees, it's been moving back and forth over our progressed Venus in the house of the workplace. So it's like we start to break through and then we step back and then we start to break through and then we step back. And it's it's been uh, kind of a dance in, in getting uh, the work for workforce going in this country. It's also a dance regarding um, military. We don't, uh, it's like we're going to have more than maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we'll pull back. No, maybe we'll go in. It's, uh, there's nothing stable there right now. And that can make the country very, uh, make the people of the nation very much challenged. And when we look at how Uranus is affecting um, the progressed Neptune in the chart, and that's the, that is the Neptune in the United States chart is in in the place of leadership in the world where we have our international agreements, where we have our connections to the UN or to NATO or any alliances that we have, <clears throat> it is in a very difficult and stressful position. So again, here, there's no stability. We're, we have friends, we're gonna work with them. No, we're not. Yes, we will. No, we're not. Yes, we will. Until Uranus gets out of this position, we don't know what we're doing. We're kind of like doing this dance and it's very uh, unstable. At the same time, Uranus is in a square to um, Pluto in our chart. So, and that square isn't going away anytime soon. It's going to be a while. And that means that we're challenged with, again with the issues of stability. We're challenged with the issues of war. We're challenged with work workplace and uh, and uh, keeping an employment and also challenged with health, all of those things. And it's a challenge of our conscience. It's a challenge of uh, empowerment. Uh, unfortunately, in this country, when they want to say something negative, they call it entitlement. But it's not entitlement in spirit. Uh, in spirit, it's empowerment is the word. We're challenged to transform it. And until Uranus gets out of this position, we still don't know what we're doing. And here we're under an eclipse as all of this is happening, uh, which to understand what does that eclipse mean when it travels across our country, it leaves an imprint of everything that I'm talking about. And that imprint says it will be resolved in the length of time based on the length of time of the eclipse. The eclipse is a five hour period. And when it's a solar eclipse and a total solar eclipse, that is a five year time frame. Wow. So it's, it's understanding the impact. Uh, there is a lot of impact here. Um, <clears throat> so so it's, it's sort of a turbulent time then. It is. There's a, Uranus is activating in such a way that the stability is just not there. Whenever Uranus is traveling through any 
any one of our houses, even if it's not making any contact with any of our natal planets or progressed planets, it is still making the issues of that house unstable. Uh, we don't necessarily know what's going to happen next. And when it's making contact like it is in this chart, <laughs> it makes certain things very clearly unstable. And uh, that that's really... Kind of, it can be scary um, when we look at North Korea and uh, what's going on or not going on, and we don't know what's going on. And then when we look at this quincunx between Uranus and Neptune, we are we don't have a firm, clear footing about what action we would take mm-hmm. or what, how we would respond, and. We don't even have a firm action of how we will uh, respond with um, with the people that we're supposed to be friends with. So that's not fun. There's not a lot of fun there. <laughs> no, and when you when you're looking at five years of it, that is definitely unsettling. Yeah. Well, the statement is that we have to work it through in that five-year period, and we will. We'll find a way to, but it means that, you know, all of these things carry forward for five years. You know, uh, when we look at this chart, the other thing that I hate to even mention as I'm looking, because I see things as I look. Yeah. uh, Mars is right at the midheaven, and whenever you put Mars on an angle, it can mean war. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course, we're in a war, and we've been in a war, I think, 15 years in Afghanistan. Maybe yeah. more, I could be off. But um, so it's that's not any new news. Uh, but that Mars is, uh, is not showing anything stabilizing as it sits there. It, uh, as, as it moves forward, it will oppose the moon, and the American people might say something that they don't want to do more war it is opposing mercury in this chart on the eclipse day and uh so that says that we're kind of like trying to balance what we say and what we do what we say and what actions we take uh what we say and what the world hears um our communication with mercury and aquarius at this point in time is rather erratic and yeah. uh, it's not, and, and Uranus doesn't help any. So, you know, we're trying to find a state of balance, but we'll probably be fi- trying to find that for five years. Well, do you do you think the country is, you know, really, I, I know there's there's a lot of chaos here, but is the country then going through a time of transformation and change? So at the, at the end of this five-year period, um, there will be a different kind of, stability in the country i i do believe that and um there's another thing happening here that i want to go down the road here five years so give me a second here 2017 i have to count them (laughs) (laughs) seven and five is what (laughs) 12 so it would be 22 in 2022 we have uh we are In 2022, we will be in the beginning throes of a Pluto return for the United States of America. Most Americans never see a Pluto return because you'd have to live to be about 200 and something years old. Oh, crap. (laughs) But America will be seeing a 
a Pluto return, and that will be the beginning throes of it. It will take several years to get through it. And so the word trans, well, we're going to transform everything. (laughs) Uh, It's a transformation about the way we communicate. It's a transformation about the way we empower others or ourselves. It is a transformation about who we are because Pluto is one of the rulers of the U.S. chart. Uh, It rules the American people. We are going to transform how we are seen in the world completely. And the question is, will we step into a greater position of power or are we going to step away from power? That's the question. And when I look at this point five years down the road, let's see. The progressed moon. (laughs) You won't even believe this. But uh, five years down the road, we are also having a, 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 a lunar return. (laughs) Our progressed moon will be back on top of our natal moon. Wow. Well, I think that's really probably good news more than it is anything else. But Saturn will also be there. So it's a statement that we're going to try to um, stabilize the country. Saturn will be in its own rulership in Aquarius. And uh, there is a statement of bringing stability to... um, the American emotions of the American people, uh, a new level of stability, but it can also bring them down and make them in a, put them in a negative zone where they're, they're more quiet. Hmm. It also doesn't do anything for housing prices. Saturn, Saturn on top of the moon doesn't do a lot for housing prices. So we may find a certain state of depression in housing. I would was thinking housing would go up. So, we must have something else supporting it. That's uh, Mars, 17 degrees. Yeah, not really. But that's a short, short term. I mean, that's only for like a year and a half. It's so it will probably be a little dip, not a big dip. So. Well, it it really sounds like that <clears throat> that the country is going to. It feels to me like the country is going to re rework everything well it it has to when you step back and look it has to we 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 were formed at a time where there was no there was no telephone we were formed at a time where electricity wasn't really there yet it had just been discovered you know we are now at a point where everything that we did during the industrial revolution is being transformed Mm -hmm. so you know robotics is taking over uh the workplace and a digital the digital world is becoming nano we our constitution is set in a way that fits humanity it was designed for humanity but the rules and laws that we've created to abide by that constitution do not necessarily fit or cover the changes that have taken place. Yeah, So exactly. we have to transform. We must transform. And everything here says now we are going to be not just transforming, but pressured to do so because of this eclipse, which is a total solar eclipse. Total solar eclipse. What does that mean if you take it at its most base point? It means that we're covering the ruler of the country uh, and 
almost like blocking him out and saying the people must be heard. The people must be heard. Mm-hmm. Stop allowing the royalty to be heard. We must now let the people speak. So um, it is a type of revolution for the people. And so, you know, what will come to the table? Uh, the electoral college will certainly come to the table because that was designed for the wealthy people who could steer the country and make sure that no one else dared to steer the country. Mm-hmm. And yet we have gone through many changes here where we found a way uh, to gerrymander everything so that only one group could rule the country and they would take control and make manifest what they wanted. That is not all the people of the country speaking. So uh, it's a major transformation where we're going to have to find another way and, uh, and hopefully we'll come together as people and we're starting to. You know, when I think about how we've, you know, Saturn in Aquarius uh, five years from now, that's 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 a powerful statement in itself, because it says that finally uh, we're in a time zone where um, the greater whole can cooperate. We have been a witness to a government that doesn't cooperate for years. Yeah, we need our government to cooperate. So, you know, I, I think about what they've done in one of the countries down in South America. One individual said, we need to be able to know what's going on in our government and the people need to have a voice. So someone down there developed a little app for the telephone. <laughs> and everybody who's young has put that app in their phones and their phones will then tell them when there's going to be a vote on any subject and they can pull up the subject, the law, and identify what the law actually says. And then they can tell a representative that they have how they want to vote and they do it right from their telephone. And I the like telephone that. yeah, has a type of alarm that lets them know something is coming up for a vote. You must pay attention now. So they could be, you know, on on the bus going to work and they're also making sure that their representative is voting the way they want them to. So they're creating a voice for the individual and we have to do that here. Uh, We we have uh, for years, I, I know some years ago, I was out there signing people up to register to vote and I would have people come up to me and they'd say, no, I'm not going to sign up. And I'd say, don't you want to have a voice in your government? And they would say to me, No, the only thing that a voice in my government does is it puts me on jury duty. I don't want it. Ah. And I got to tell you, I came blown away from that experience with the number of people who said that to me. And they were almost invariably young people. And these young people's attitude is that the government doesn't work for me. We have to change that. Absolutely. It's it's our government and we have to take it back. So, you know, this eclipse points to transformation. And when we look at five years down the road, it looks like a major transformation. So uh, transformation by the way we talk and the way we vote and the way that we talk to each other. And, going to uh, be so cool. And you're going to be on the show and I'm going to pull the clip of this show up and we're going to see. Just how close. All righty. If I'm still yeah. alive in five years, we don't know. <laughs> oh, you're going to be here. <laughs> yeah. No, this is, 
you know, I, I think it's, I'm so glad we had the time to do this because to, to get the kind of picture and an understanding as to it isn't just one day, it's lots of them. Thank yes. Thanks so much, Michelle. I will talk to you soon. Oh, thank you too. Best to everyone who's listening. Good night, man. Radio at freedomslips.com. We'll be right back after this message. This is Barbara DeLong, host of Nightlight Radio, inviting you to join me on a cosmic journey, exploring a metaphysical montage of spiritual material, covering everything from the mundane to the magical. UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between, including spiritual readings for those who seek enlightenment. Let Nightlight provide you with equal measure of light, love and laughter, insight, wisdom, and inspiration. Monday nights, 10 to 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on Studio B, Revolution Radio, at freedomslips.com.